You're listening to the best of the TomBernardShow.com, brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant. Who, me? <laughs> well, I'd like to know if I was married to a whore piece of shit. <laughs> you could just look at her license. My. It's a special stripe. That was amazing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Coming by sweet corn, potatoes, onions, pickles. It's not how you use them, sir. <laughs> it's really sickening that anybody would be into radio this much. It is ungoddamn believable. I think I'm going to hell. I just realized it. Thank yeah. you, Tom. You're just delicious. why I drink. We're here today with Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant. Michael, what's going on? You know, we keep getting phone calls, and it's interesting because people try to handle a lot of stuff on their own, or they try to talk to the adjusters, or they wait, um, and they think maybe it'll cost them money if they talk to me. And, you know, we tell them it's free to talk to us. Um, I go through what their rights are, and, you know, we try to help them as best we can. We don't sign everyone up. Sometimes I just give them advice, and they go from there and then call us back later. But the key is is that they don't know all their rights or they're not told all their rights by the adjuster. And that's one of the things we try to make sure that they get, you know, they get that understanding uh, so they can help themselves and their families as best they can. And the number is? Is 800-770-7008. Or at the website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Brad, Sean, Bryant, Michael Bryant, thank you. Seeking justice for the injured, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Best of the Tom Bernard Podcast. Brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant. Kicking off the show this week, we had comedian Sam Morrill telling stories of dealing with building supervisors and living in New York City. Next on The Best Of. We are back. Sam Morrill is at Acme tonight, tomorrow night, 8 and 10.30. We're just talking about uh, the the new segue to try to get non-American. Like, to be a... You got Jimmy Kimmel and you got... Uh, Conan. You got Conan, you got Fallon. Colbert. They're all American. Yeah, Colbert. Is Colbert American? He's though? from, like, North he Carolina. Yeah, yeah, sure? yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought yeah. Then that, you got James Gordon. James Corden. Corden, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I thought what James, that, that Stephen Colbert with that bent ear thing, he's from another country. No, <laughs> no, he's uh, he's from North Carolina. Is I think. he really? Yeah, yeah. A friend of mine, really, a really good friend of mine, works for him. Paul, you know Paul Mercurio? Yeah, I know Paul. Yeah, yeah Paul's sure. a great friend. Yeah, cool. I love Paul. He's as good as it gets. He's mentally ill. Oh, sure. Yeah, he's a wonderful Most guy. Most of us are. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's true. Most people, most people in. In any public life, most people are crazy. But especially I, Paul. I mean, who goes from being a high-profile Wall Street lawyer to a comedian? I no offense, but I mean, you more know. people do <laughs> weird stuff like that than you think, though. You that, know, there's like a lot of Greg lawyers. Turn, yeah, a lot of lawyers oh, turn yeah. comedian. Yeah, Geraldo is one of the best ever, you know? Best and, ever, yeah. Uh, Great guy. Jesus. What are you playing? 
playing a little oh. Greg Giraldo dive music? Or what, <laughs> that, was what was that? <laughs> that was dark. Jesus that was dark. There was an ad that came up after, like, we had this story up for 15 minutes, and then all and of then a sudden came up. it decides to start playing. Um, it's so annoying. Yeah, a lot of comics seem to have that uh, death wish a little bit to, like, you know, have oh, something yeah. safe. But also, like, they would have been the most miserable, you know, mm-hmm. you know to have, like, to, to want to do that and to have that in you and to be doing some desk job, you'd probably be pretty miserable. So it's it's probably for the best, even if there wasn't that yeah. stability and financial payoff. No, yeah. I understand. I, one, one of our favorite times, the, the guy down there is my son, the, the chief engineer down there. And our my wife is usually on the show, but she's sick. And then our daughter's on the show three days a week. And Paul Mercurio in this studio with my daughter is hilarious. He drives her insane, <laughs> which is wonderful for me. It is. It's wonderful just to hear it. That's you guys are like a close family. That's awesome. That, I don't think I've ever awesome talked to my enough. family that much ever. <laughs> Not ever. No. I mean, like, no. I love them, but it's just I, you know, Your mother and father. They live in New York. Uh yeah. They're in uh, they're in New York City. They're in Manhattan. My sister and brother in Brooklyn. I'm uh, I'm way up on the Upper West Side. Like near harlem like by columbia oh are you yeah i like that area up there actually. it's amazing i, I really so wait are you morningside heights or upper west side it's I, it's called morning vale that's what they call it <laughs> morning that's the, vale. they have to they have to come up with a name like okay. the, you exactly. know the realtors yeah. come up with a name like because yeah. you know for hell's kitchen yeah, it's for hell's kitchen they were like they started calling it clinton's yeah. and then they were like oh no they want it to be called hell's <laughs> kitchen again they have to like go back and forth yeah because then they're that's like no true. no they want to spend it so I, was, I don't know. You That's can't right, they it. Let it out. All right. Well, you, you, they want to spend a ton of money, but then uh, they want it to be like have a dingy name. Yeah. It's kind of cool, but uh, yeah, it's, it's. I guess it's called Morning Vale, but it's like yeah, it's okay. it's in between kind of. Morning Vale. It's an awesome area. It's I, still like, uh, it's still uh, got a little bit of that old New York thing, but it's it feels pretty safe, which is cool. What do you mean by the old New York thing? I mean, there's like. My building is such a piece of garbage. It's hilarious. I mean, it's like, I don't know why this is charming, but there's like a leak in the ceiling. The faucets don't work well. Yeah. The super hates me for some reason. Like, it's like one of the things where I'm like, I did nothing to this guy. I put the wrong recycling in the thing once, and he's held it against oh, yeah. me for, for like oh, two yeah. years. That's like now. the guy in this building. It is. Oh, yeah, he, yeah. He's he hates me. Same. I know because he put the he put it like a pop bottle in the yeah. in the wrong. Like five years bin. ago, he would just scream. He just screams at me sometimes. <laughs> He'll see me, and I'm, I try to be. I'm just like, hey man, what's? I try to be friendly, and he just screams at me. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, all right. I just have to. I, and it's like I'm an adult. Like I, it hit me. He was screaming at me for like two minutes straight once. And I really like, I'm an adult. I have to listen to this. I just walked away, and now it's worse. It's like worse between us. So, so it's even worse. It's not good, and he's. You know, you pay your rent on time. Always, well, I'm see, a good what's tenant. What's the problem? Right. Uh, yeah, it's weird. He gets like mad at me. Like one time, I flushed the toilet and it like, uh, it like shot out water everywhere, and it was like leaking. And he came and he's like, "What the hell?" And I'm like, "What? Well, just it didn't work. What do you want me to do?" Like it's like it's situations where I should be mad, but he's right. like mad at me. Very and, famous uh, plumber. Yeah, and then. You know, it's also a thing when now the toilet doesn't flush normally, you have to like pull it up and hold oh, it at a certain God. angle. Oh, and it's like one of the things if I bring a woman back, it's very <laughs> hard because like she's like, Your toilet doesn't work. I'm like, No, it works. I just have to do it myself. But it's like they don't want to leave in whatever they no. left in for me to like see and no. fix. So, yeah. no. so it creates a whole situation. What I'm saying is he's terrible and somehow I'm apologizing for him. It's, it's, a, it's a bad dynamic we've created. You do, know? do you live in this place? I live for, there for um, content in your act. No, no, not at all. I've <laughs> well, never. I mean, why do you stay there? 
Ah, it's a good location. It's a good price. It's Manhattan. It's it's hard to leave. It's hard yeah. to leave the island. You know, it's so convenient. Well, Denzel just bought a place for fifty million. So fifty. $50 million dollars. Well, I wonder condo. what the maintenance goes for in that. Oh, God, can you imagine? So much. Say, listen, your HOA is ten grand a month. <laughs> oh, it's more than that. I'm sure it's oh, more. Oh, yeah, than you're right. It'd be like for, hundred yeah. grand a month. Probably, right? Yeah. hundred grand a month be. for so, HOA fees. Did they give a space layout number on this place or whatever? I don't know. Did they, Andy? Because you... You saw that story, didn't you, with Denzel Washington? Well, actually, it was forty nine point five. Yeah, it was Why? Like, I don't, I don't get what you need, and it's in Manhattan. Yeah, it's probably no. not even that big. No, it's probably like a four bedroom it or something. Probably. Honestly, is no, it, it's, is it how, Trebekah, Isn't it? Yeah, uh, I think he's Trebekah or Soho. How many bedrooms is it? Is it say? It's like four or five. No Dude. way. Is it, I was joking. Is it really <laughs> yeah, four or five yeah. beds? Is I don't that know. not it's insane? Pretty nice. Well, I guess the bedrooms are probably huge. I'm sure it's... Look, it's probably a good place. He's been he's been in some good movies. Andy, put it up on my screen so I can show Sam. It's 28.8 thousand square feet. 28,000 oh, square feet. That's, that's big. A, that's, for Manhattan, that's big. Holy God. That's well, I don't, not a it's not condo, in, though. That's a, Well, for one, it's not even in New York, the state. What? Oh, wait, so... It's in Manhattan. Yeah. He's in Tribeca. Okay, well, he he bought heard. a mansion in late 2013, so I guess he must have bought one again. This well, he, he does pretty well, actually. Are you yeah, he's sure? the yeah, great little a great little Italian place in Tribeca. If he's ever in the area, Pepe Rossi to go. Great Italian man. Pepe Rossi take out. Oh, dude, it's the best. Are you Italian? No, I'm a Jew. I'm a Russian Polish Jew. <laughs> Russian Polish Jew. Yeah, but you like well, Italian food. Yeah, who doesn't? That's oh, true. I like That's every, true. I like every kind of every, food. I, I eat anything. Too. It's not that he bought it. It's that he was a past owner of it. Past owner of what? This house. Oh, the house oh. you're looking at. Sting is the current owner, and they're selling it. No, oh, Sting's selling it? Uh, yes, 15 Central Park West. Oh. Hey, he's uh, in your neighborhood, Upper West Side. 15 Central Park West, so that's probably like by Columbus Circle, yeah, right? Yeah. So he's, he's more like, that's a good area. You got every, tr- not that Sting's <laughs> taking the train, but uh, <laughs> I like how you think about it like how I would live there. <laughs> it's like, you know he's doing a very different day-to-day. Mm, yeah. He, be, Sting doesn't have a metro card, probably. But, uh, yeah. Now, he's, Sting is apparently a great dude. He's, he, That's what they he, say. He, came yeah. to, like, he goes to comedy shows sometimes. Oh, does he? Yeah, my friend met him, and he was like, the guy was the coolest. So he's got a sense of humor? I everything? guess he does. I don't know. $56 million, dollars, three bedrooms. That's hilarious. $56 yeah. million? Dollars? Why do, Why do I live there? What Let am I doing? Yeah, for Let real. me see the picture. Why do people buy these things? Let me see the picture. $56 million for three bedrooms. Blorp. Well, here's like the living room kind of thing. I mean, yeah, it's not, not even that great. No! Uh, there's more living room, living room. How about Joan Rivers? You ever see her condo? I mean, it was like a palace. It was a palace, man. Good for her. She, but, and she also, but Joan Rivers was awesome because Joan paid for like all her housekeepers, yeah. kids to go to college and stuff. Yeah, so it's did. like, so she was ostentatious and ridiculous, but she also was seemed like a decent person. There's but how no can way they call fifty-six million for this joint? I know. How can they call things that expensive or that huge, like Joan Rivers' place? Yeah, condos. It's not like condo. It looked like Saddam Hussein could have lived in it. You know, it was like in Midtown, <laughs> yeah, but it was like gold. That's true. She did like, like gold everywhere, yeah. just like Donald Trump. Same stories, yeah. gold everywhere. I would think after it hits a certain size or dollar amount. There should be another name. Their apartment, condo. Well, technically, it was a penthouse. Yeah. 
right. So I think that makes it something else. Yeah, the penthouse makes it. Yeah, yeah. You, I don't, you, you might be right. Fifty-six million. We thought it was only forty-nine point five. It was fifty-six. Mm. I just want an apartment that doesn't collect a ton of dust. Like that's <laughs> that's all I want right now. A toilet that works. A toilet good. that does that flushes the right way. <laughs> it flushes. This no. guy really like I'm realizing the mind games. Like he's a Jedi. The stuff he's done to me. <laughs> he's a Jedi. He has made me. I'm assuming is it a walk up? Uh, there's an elevator, oh, okay. but, but I, I I never take it because oh, no. I'm on the third floor, so I just kind of oh. I just run up usually. Yeah, it's a good plan. We liked our place on 20th Street and Second Avenue. That's a great I, hood, man. I, I love that area. I loved it down there. One of my favorite things I, I've talked about quite often is that my wife. Well, first of all, when we first, I first went out, I, I went out there to do voiceover. Uh, I wasn't in radio out there. I just did voiceover. So I went out there, and and we weren't married yet. So she she lived here, and then I came back here on the weekends. And my favorite thing to do, I'd go do a couple of commercials, and then I'd have nothing to do the rest of the day. So I went and played stickball with the Puerto Rican kids across the street, and got my ass handed to me every single. They were phenomenal. Well, you're in that great area because you had that you have that stickball, and then also you're like by Stytown Town, where they have those awesome courts. I, I knew a guy who lived there. And we used to play ball, and it yeah. was like, they're oh, like did you? They're like heated courts. They're insane. It was unbelievable. It was a, it was a great place to live. Yeah, that you area know, is awesome. It is. I, I had that was a wonderful experience for me. Living in New York was good because you know, even though I grew up here, uh, you know, I grew up in a very urban area of this town. So to go to New York was like, hey, it's kind of like being at home. You know, it was yeah, nice, very urban. Yeah, yeah, I love that I get to do the road a lot because uh, you know I love living there, but it's it's like you get to go to different, you get to see different parts of the country. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. Yeah, there's no question. New York is dangerous for uh, ballpark holdy. I'm uh, 31. No, oh, that's how old Andy is. It is not good because I was 31 when I, I think I was 29 when I when I moved there. I started going there when I was 25. When I was 29, we that's when we got the place. That is not a good city for a 29 year old guy to live in who's making pretty good money. It's not a good place. Why to not? Because everything is available 24 hours oh, a day. Oh, that's true. <laughs> you know I, thought, I, mean? I thought you were like, going the other way. It's like the best. But I guess, yeah, you don't want to blow your money. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, we had so much fun. It was unbelievable. God, we had a lot of fun. But you know what? It's, it's, it is. That's right. But it's also at the same time, you know, there's so much to do. But then also, there's so, it's so much competitiveness. You find a lot of cheap yeah. food there, too. Oh, yeah. But I'm just talking about the fact that, you know, 29-year-old, you're immature as hell, and you're just going, hey. That's true. You know, that's the problem. No, bars are no joke there. You, you get a cocktail, you're oh, like, yeah. $16 for this? Are you kidding <laughs> I know, me? it's true. I'm well, like, that's the other thing, though. It's 3.30 in the morning. What are we going to do? I don't know. Let's call the liquor store and have them bring some stuff over. It's insane, right? That's not a good thing. I have too much. Uh, people give me scotch and stuff as gifts all the time. Oh, yeah. And I never drink at home because I'm always just out at shows. So yeah. I have like so many bottles of scotch at home that are like good <laughs> well, that, bottles that are untouched. And I'm like, good. one day, they'll like they'll be my retirement batch. You know? You're light it up? I'll, I'll bust open. Yeah, I'll light it up when I hit like 60 or 70 maybe. I don't know. That would be so great. There's, there's this... Uh, there's this guy out front. I think he's a Jew, but he's drunk. <laughs> yeah, that'd be really good. Really good for the image, Sam. Yeah, man. I don't know. Yeah, Jews that... can't drink at all. Jews they, David Tell generally... once said that to me. He was like, let me tell you a secret. Jews, they can't drink. I knew a couple that could drink. Yeah. I, don't, uh, I did mean, a pretty good job. I don't have a great tolerance at all. No? No. I'm not a bad drunk, though. I'm not, at least, like, I'm not belligerent. I'm pretty, I'm pretty... That's why, if you're belligerent, you quit. I mean, if you're belligerent, you, someone, you get fired from work or yep. something. Yeah. You, you cause the scene. I'm not. I'm pretty upbeat. Yeah, and... you quit drinking if it's a detriment to your life. Right. Which for a lot of people it is. 
But yeah, I've never like I don't know. I don't get why some people get so angry when they drink. I think they're not dealing with stuff. I think they probably you know. Well, yeah, there's definitely that. What are you talking about, you guys? I'm right here. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of those people they they never like been to therapy or they internalize all this anger and then well, they get too, and then they get lit up and it's like it all comes out and you're like, wow. I, I didn't think know. people once those scars are made, uh, there's no getting rid of them. No. So you, you just can't happen. you just can't do anything that lowers your inhibitions or you know makes you more emotional ever again because it's always going to be there. You're never going to forget about what happened. And, you know, you're, uh, evolutionarily speaking, your brain is always going to remember bad things so you know what to avoid later. So, I mean, that's unless true. you, like, get some disease that wipes your memory or something, but that's probably not as good. You know what I really liked about when I used to drink? What? My daughter, who's 28, hated the euphoria part of it. Like, when I was in a really good mood, she thought I just got way too boisterous and made too, way too much noise, so she hated that part. <laughs> yeah, you and did get Aunt, a bit loud. Andy hated the dysphoria part of it, when I'd go, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> so each kid, I couldn't win, you know what I mean? That makes sense, though. Five years. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, I definitely have a friend. Uh, my friend Joe Mackey is a comic. He, all, he just can't turn it off when he's drunk, so yeah, he's oh, upbeat, yeah. but it's like... This is his levels. He's like, he gets drunk, and then he's like my best friend. So he'll he'll get hammered, and then it's like three straight hours of everything I say. He'll be like, oh, yeah, well, you're a bad comedian. Like, that's just three hours. And I'm like, all right, dude, we get it. Best of the Tom Bernard Podcast. It was Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Had a very shiny nose And if you ever saw Sam Mortal on the best of. Coming up next, we had Andrew Schaefer, author Andrew Schaefer, on talking about his new book, Ain't Got Time to Bleed, medical reports on Hollywood's greatest action heroes. Could they do it in real life? Find out next on the best of. Came to say, Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you? Guide my sleigh tonight. Great music again today, Melina. Good job, ladies Thank and you. gentlemen. Tom Bernard Show. Andrew Schaefer, our special guest. How are you doing, Andrew? I'm doing great. How about you? Marvelously well. Discover how some of the silver screen's most iconic action heroes would really fare. After being shot, stabbed, and dropped off buildings in this witty look at the real science behind Hollywood injuries, who did the cover art? Uh, the, the cover art here and all of the interior art are done by uh, Stephen Lefcourt. So, so, so Stephen Lefcourt did a phenomenal, phenomenal job here. It's, uh, yes, he did. It's, it's a little bit of a gruesome book. <laughs> <laughs> well, God, if anyone who knows anything about anatomy, all of these people would be dead within the first like 10 minutes of the fight scenes. Well, not oh, all absolutely. of them, but a lot of them. It's like they'll. Start, well, I was just talking about this last uh, week because I watched the Punisher, that new Netflix miniseries, uh, mm-hmm. and God, the things that he survives. It's like there is no human on Earth that would be able to survive these things. Oh yeah, it's 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 really just insane. And I also uh, am sort of a aspiring screenwriter, and so I'm trying to you know research some injuries for you know my own characters and stuff and i'm like what you really have to mm-hmm. you really have to uh suspend a disbelief if yeah. you want to make a movie 
So, um, but it, no, it's it's just a lot of fun. I think that you know action movies are a lot of fun, but it's uh, but it's also it's very interesting uh, to see what would really happen. You know, I mean, you, you know, James Bond may fall, you know, several hundred feet into the water. And when in reality, he'd, he'd break his neck doing mm-hmm. that. You know, you can't do these kind of things in real life. Well, I'm looking at the book right now, just page after page after page, uh, page of people who have, oh, anywhere between 17 and 15 injuries. Yeah. <laughs> Shattered vertebra almost every time. God. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think, th- I wonder if that's why superheroes are more popular now, is because. Nowadays, people know better about that kind of thing, I think. So it makes more sense if, like, you know, uh, the Flash gets an injury. He can use, you know, whatever superhero power to survive through it. So it makes more sense to the audience. Or at least it does oh, yeah. to me. Yeah, we had to totally leave out, you know, any and all superheroes, uh-huh. basically, besides, uh, you know, Bruce Wayne and uh, Tony Stark, who's Iron Man. Yeah. Because, you know, you... People know you can just shrug that off these days. But on the flip side, the stuff that happens in the Fast and Furious movies, yeah. as you've seen the most recent one, is is you know much further out there than what happens to some superheroes. Um, you've got them punching through concrete. It's, uh, <laughs> you, know. you think that's impossible? Uh, I don't know about that, Andrew. Is that impossible? Well, it is. It is the Rock that's doing it. So, yeah, well, you know, that's I, right. That's right. I think he can do anything. One of my favorite things of all time is I have a friend who's a, he, not any longer, but he was a prison guard. And he's a very big, very muscular man. I mean, this guy is, is a mountain. So I said, hey, Dale, we got a new, uh, a new um, racquetball cannon in. It was a gun that you would put a racquetball in. And then you, so instead of killing... One of the prisoners, if they escaped or whatever, they would shoot them with this cannon, the, this racquetball cannon, right? Huh. So they said, so Dale, you're a lot bigger than most of the, uh, we just want to see if this could bring you down. He oh, goes, God. what? He said, we want to see if it could, it, could, it could bring you down. He goes, well, do me a favor. Where do you want me to stand? They said, up against that uh, concrete block wall. He said, well, do me a favor. Just, just do me a favor. Just fire one round at the concrete wall before I stand up against it, because I just want to see what kind of impact it makes. He said it put about a five-inch hole in the concrete wall. If they had shot that, <laughs> shot him with that thing, they might have killed him. Yeah. Wow. Unbelievable. Wow. Uh, just, it's unbelievable. Where did you get the, the title "Ain't Got Time to Bleed"? Is that from from Jesse and Predator? Uh yeah, that's from that's from Predator. Um, yeah, we just. Uh... You know, my other my other favorite quote was uh, uh, "Pain don't hurt" um, uh, from Roadhouse, but uh, we ended up going with the Predator one. Um, but either way, I mean, if pain does hurt, and uh, it takes a long time time to uh, uh, bleed. So um, you, you have to you have to you know make time. And so what I ended up doing with this book was I, I spent time talking to a doctor and actually researching a bunch of medical textbooks. And, and spoke to someone who's an EMT and trying to, you know, figure out what would really happen. And and uh, and it, it, that's why, you know, it turned out much more disturbing and gruesome than I expected. Um, well, you actually do Predator in here. Major Alan Dutch Schaefer is yes. in the book, and uh, he's got one, two, three, four, five, six. He's got six major injuries. 
Yeah, including that he was you know, blown up pretty much by a radioactive bomb. <laughs> <laughs> so he's probably in like the you know walking ghost uh, stage, no matter what happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why I wrote on there. Get to the chopper. Hopefully, it's carrying a body bag. <laughs> <laughs> what I love is uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Of course, was the the major star of Predator. Yeah, Jesse Ventura was in it, but the major star was Arnold Schwarzenegger. And for every injury he's got, you've got smoke coming out of his injuries, <laughs> which, which, which it appears to be smoke anyway. Is that what it is? I believe so. Yeah. No. He, yeah. He's he's uh, that's he he got blown up pretty good. He did indeed. <laughs> I, I, it's a great. How did you come up with this idea? Were you just watching a movie one day and going, you know, how much more of this can I put up with? <laughs> Uh, no, you know, I mean, it really goes back to, uh, you know, when I was a, a kid, um, you know, I, 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 I was, I remember being a kid and getting into a fight. I got into one fight ever where I actually threw a punch. The rest were ones where I got punched, but you know, I threw one punch and I'm like, oh, I almost broke my knuckles. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's so I was like, you know, and it didn't sound like it did in the movies. And, uh. And so, uh, you know, it was it was just this sort of revelation, you know, as a kid. But, you know, as an adult, you watch some of these movies. I've watched Die Hard every year for Christmas. Die and Hard for Christmas is a great. That's a Die great Hard move, for, by the way. Yeah, and 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 when you see, uh, you know, Bruce Willis walking over broken glass, glass yeah. and you go, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> but in reality, you know, he would be he would lose a lot of blood doing that. <laughs> So, um, you know, these things kind of pile up, and every time I watch a movie, we end up walking out at the end, me and my wife, and I'm just like, oh, you know, well, that blah, 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 mm-hmm. wasn't happening, you know. <laughs> so you ruin so, it for her. That's good. And so, yeah, and so I'm like, now I'll just ruin it for everybody. <laughs> yeah, so now you're going to ruin it for everybody, which I like, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the average person, by the way, talking about throwing a punch and all the rest of it. You're lucky you didn't break your wrist because most people, the first time they throw a punch, their wrist caves in. They don't know. To, you have to keep it very straight or otherwise, <laughs> exactly. yeah. Exactly. Otherwise, you're going to break your wrist. So it's not a great idea. Well, you know, it was just it was my first one. I got lucky, I think, and I just call it a day after. <laughs> so how old were you? Oh, my gosh. I was, uh, I was uh, probably 12 years old. Uh, yeah, it was. Do you, uh, do you remember what they did to you to make you so angry? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> I know. I remember they 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 hit me in the gym with wet towels. Oh, I hate in the locker that. room. That's not. That was fun. kind of the locker room, and they did it like every day for like a whole year. And I'm just just one day I snapped, and I'm like, I just threw a punch back, and then I'm standing there, and I'm like, oh, this kind of hurts, you know. And meanwhile, I'm just naked, standing over this kid who's like, oh, you hit me. You know, I I don't want to be the gym teacher. I have to walk in on that. What's I understand that. Going on here? Just yeah. Put your clothes on and get to class. Have you gotten uh, gotten any word of anybody that's in the book? Has anybody reached out to you that's actually in the book saying, "Hey, you know, I I I think you're probably right." Uh, you know, no, I haven't, um, and that's that's probably a good thing. You know, I don't, I don't want to hear back from the the screenwriters. Are probably on my case and say, "Hey, I thought you were one of us. What are you doing selling us out, man?" Well, I mean, it is it's it's fun and it's. By the way, the illustrations are fantastic. They really are. Even oh, yeah, the, the full-color uh, illustrations, and um, they just, yeah, just exceeded my, 
my ever expectations there. So they did a really great job on those. You did a great job. Did you do all the research as far as what kind of weapons were used for each thing? Oh, you know what the 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 great thing about that is. I I, I watched the movies each uh, at least five or six times, but then I, I I just went online. There's a there's like a database, the Internet Movie Firearms Database, where people have just cataloged all of the weapons that are used in movies. Um, and there's also one for like cars and planes and there's all sorts of databases out there that people just catalog this stuff mm-hmm. and so i thank them in the acknowledgments but yeah um then i also went to uh someone who actually uh, uh sells guns and, and ammunition for a living and i was like did i get all of this right and he's like well you know first let's let's go back to the basics what's a bullet let's talk about this <laughs> so my knowledge in that area was pretty limited, and so I had to get a lot of help with that. You know, I do. I do really like the clinical way that you wrote down each description of each injury and what it was caused by. I think that's very funny. <laughs> Colonel John Matrix of Commando, 1985, uh, occupation Delta Force Colonel. Uh, number six, abdomen, right side, anterior, left femur, hit by shrapnel fragments from a close-range M87 grenade detonation. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to work. How close are we talking? Like leg removal close or just <laughs> just crippling? Um, basically remove everything below his head. Yeah. <laughs> but he just got a scratch on and his arm. And walk he? away. So, yeah, so, oh, yeah, so basically he just, uh, the way it looks, his right hip kind of stung a little bit. That was about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why they're superhero people. <laughs> well, like Commando, he's not a superhero, he's just a commando. No, he's a commando. Suppose, he's just an yeah. average human being. I wonder again. how many people watch things like that, and they, you know, they grow up with that kind of thing, so they think that that's how it is, and then they join the army, and then they end up, like, you know, they get... Like a, they get grazed by a bullet, and they're like, "How is this hurting so much? And how am I, you know, losing so much blood? This isn't supposed to do this." Because I have a feeling it's more than it should be. Oh yeah, I, I've I've had concussions and stuff before, and it's just yeah, surprising how much some of the stuff really you know hurts you and affects you, and you're like, "Oh, you're you're you get a concussion, you're not going to be up right away," uh-huh. you know. And you're going to be, you know, I've had concussions where it's like, you know, uh, weeks or months um, that go by without feeling normally. And so it's like some of these movies, they're getting their heads banged in left and right. Yes. And, yeah, so, so you, yeah, you really have to take care of yourself in real life. And, and you know, and, and we see that with, you know, what happens to, you know, some of the stuntmen in these movies. And stuntmen, yeah. unfortunately, it's very dangerous. So uh, you see that. Uh, happen, but you know we we really wanted to keep this just to the the sort of the the more outlandish action heroes um, and how they did on the screen as opposed to you know what what happened to them in real life because um, uh, some some of these uh, action heroes some of the the stars of the movies really did get injured in real life. Yeah, oh, really I'm sure they did. Yeah, you know so. I do love in, on uh, page 10, Bruce Wayne, The Dark Knight Rises from 2012. The first uh, two words in the incident report are billionaire vigilante. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably not going to see that in real life. A billionaire vigilante. Probably not, huh? You know, uh, 
you know, we all have this dream about what these billionaires do with their money, like Tony Stark or Bruce Wayne or, you know, even to amass some of these arsenals that some of these guys do in, in, in these movies. But, you know, in real life, that that billionaire is, you know, Mark Zuckerberg or something. Yeah, and, right. And and he's not going to go out there. No. Zuckerberg. But if he did, I mean, what a great cover. He's, he's, I mean, he's, got a, he's got a great cover. Mark Zuckerberg builds a mech and just starts uh, rampaging through the city killing gang members. <laughs> be an interesting movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the book is called Ain't Got Time to Bleed by Andrew Schaefer. It's S-H-A-F-F-E-R. Great illustrations by Stephen Lefcourt, as a matter of fact. A great project. It's a, it's a lot of fun to just sit and read and talk about. Very well done, sir. Thank you for your time today. Thank you. You guys have a great day. Thanks, Andrew. Andrew Schaefer, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, the, you see, doesn't it kind of look like, in a way, like an improvement on um, South Park? <laughs> they kind of look South Parky, only they're better illustrated. When they have celebrities on South Park who like don't match the style of the rest of South Park, yeah, because they draw celebrities like they are in real life. Yeah, that's what. Whereas the look- residents of South Park just have the, like the two big eyes and the mouth, and that's it. Yeah. I wonder if Stephen Lefcourt does some of the illustrations for them. I Left wonder about court. that. It says about the author, about the artist. Uh, from Vermont. Doesn't say anything about South Park, though. I still think he did some work for South Park. We'll be back. Tom Bernard Show. Best of the Tom Bernard Podcast. Oh, ho, the mistletoe hung where you can see. Somebody waits for you. Kiss her once for me. Best of. Coming up next, closing out the show, we're opening up the old vault. All the way back to episode 558 with Todd Bridges talking boxing vanilla ice. People are having some drink skis next on the best of. Say hello to friends. And Chad Bridge is trying to get this coke open. Here, here. He's got a thing. It's a twist. Oh, Oh, for that. I I don't know. I just tried that. You need your mouth. Be a man and use your teeth. (laughs) (laughs) I want to keep Use your eye socket. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you play a a meth head. (laughs) I know how meth head be like, I don't have to play when I was one. Well, I have go. a lot to dig from, trust me. <laughs> At 21 years sober, I can play anything. All right, so Adam Carolla sent a, a, a case of wine over. Mangria. For my birthday. Mangria, it which says, is Adam Carolla's wine. It says that it's a wine cocktail. cocktail. So it says it's wine with other flavors. With other flavors. Ready to drink. Is. So there's a brosé. This is, we're, we're right now trying peach, white peach pear. It's good. It'll definitely get you... Get you going if you drink a lot of it. That's, Get you uh, going. Yeah, it's got nineteen percent alcohol by volume. That's, that's the <laughs> less, the least strong one. Oh, really? Nineteen really? percent. That's like if oh, you're drinking whiskey. The, the original orange is twenty point <laughs> nine. 
And then oh. brose is twenty percent. Twenty percent alcohol. It's that's strong. That's like forty yeah. proof. Yeah. Yeah. that's a lot for wine. That's like half of yeah. It's whiskey. not bad. It's su- it's definitely sweet. But what do you expect from mangria? Yeah, I mean, what I couldn't said, drink a whole glass of it because it's so strong. So wow. I, it was nice of him. No, thank you to Adam Carolla yeah, for sending nice. his case of wine. Nice. Was, yeah, I'll take so more. next next time, no, <laughs> listen to my we're doing original orange next. <laughs> okay, cool. so yeah, that yeah, was a birthday fine. present from Ralph Basham to Tom. So you got oh, that. Thank you. Bring the, this is yeah, got got give me your glass. It should birthday be my birthday present. I can ship these to y'all. I'm from L.A. <laughs> we, it's we're Elevator right now. next to the border. Costco right has that. Costco has it. Costco we, has these? Yes, yeah. sir. Jerry, bro, how do you say the bars again, Jerry? Nanimo. Nanimo. Like nine. Nanimo. Like number you nine. Say Nanimo, I say. No, Nanimo. I say Nanimo. Have you, you ever had a Nanimo. Nanimo bar? You should have one of those no. bars at Jerry. Those brought. are super sweet, too. Oh, they're You're just going to get super sugar, man. You're going to have diabetes. I'm trying to stay, you know, losing weight. Lean. I'm having not lean. Yeah, birthday delicious. day. Yeah, I'm not having man. No way, dude. Look, I'm trying to keep my weight in. This tape, they're really good. I'm um, single. Yeah. See, remember, I'm not, I don't have a girl anymore, so I got to be able to attract. Have to women. stay svelte. Yeah, not go. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one thing. There should be a, a law in America, and you can get away with this. But only thin guys should be able to wear vests. I think so. That's true. Yeah. yeah, it's. Yeah. Fat well, guys in a vest do in, not look in, good. In California, though, you see these women now. I don't know what's going on with the, the culture, but these women will have large stomachs and they'll, and they'll be wearing them short shirts. I know. And I'm like, oh, yeah. what is that? Is that heavier? Is that's that here too? Moving out. Yeah. What that's, is that, that about? That, that, oh, the short that, shirt? Yes. Scrub? Everything is that muffin top. Okay. But it's not. Like, what are you doing? But it's not even that. It's like. Even if you're thin, why? No. Oh, well, come on, still. thin. I like to look. It's like, damn. Well, still, you know what happens, though? It's a bad luck all around luck. because they couple that with yoga pants. It'll yeah. be yeah. yoga pants. That, yeah, yoga the crop pants. top and yes. the yoga pants and yoga yes. pants. It's like, yeah. oh. All right, no. Or they order, like, the whole menu and then give me a Diet Coke. <laughs> what is that going to do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is that going to help you? I know. I always think that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, taste test number two. This is the uh, no. Adam Carolla Mangria flavor. This is the this is we had two, but we didn't talk about it yet. Are oh, you talking about it? Yet? We had the original that, orange. This is the original man. This is the the just Mangria. Because okay, the first one that we had, the white peach pear, is a white wine. I like that one. Right. The white original like orange is oh, no, a try this first. red. Which it just tastes like it tastes like really boozy red wine. It's got a lot of alcohol. The second in. one yes. you're talking about. The second one that tastes like super boozy red wine. Yeah, the that's third what it one tastes like is uh, that's you like the brose. That's this a is a brose. That's why you like it's which a, is it's a brose. Here, so there's I got a bro in there. It's a bro in there. That's why you know I like brosés. That's why brosé women, but not brosés. It tastes. <laughs> Did mom so it's cry? delicious. Uh, is it delicious? It's delicious. See, she's liking it. It might be delicious. Mom, it's, <laughs> Mom's turning her back on the camera. <laughs> Mom's I'm going to be back honest. On the it's turning it's away. my least favorite. That one the is? The brose. Really? It's sweeter. It's sweeter than any of the other ones. Jerry, you're not it, having it? And it tastes what did you have? more artificial. You the last one. Last one. You like the last one? Not bad. The brose? Yeah, I think so. that's See, maybe the men like it. There's a bro in there. Because there's a bro in there. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. So, Adam Carolla, thank you for sending the mangria in. She to, like uh, the brose. Oh, apparently the dog's doing something. What's a dog They're drinking? They're playing tug mangria of war. Birch there? has his paw on a toy, and, Bur- and Jude's like holding the other end of his mouth, like, let it go. I was hoping that was happening. I was like, when she went on my leg. 
Ain't nobody yeah, got nothing. time for that. Ain't nobody got dogs. time for that. <laughs> I love that woman. Oh I love that woman. I interviewed her after that happened. <laughs> she you? was the sweetest woman on earth. I, I heard that. that. It was so she, she you heard it? it? Yeah, I remember she that. She was just a sweetheart yeah. woman. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> she's just really <laughs> thankful for all the, the publicity she's got. She's she was really nice. Great. Yeah. She was great. Yeah, Did she get any gigs out of that? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. They give I mean, you never know. She could they have give her own geeks series. to everybody now. Yeah. They oh do. My, they have so much reality. Look like, at the Kardashians. Who, who is? Yeah. I mean, come on. And what I do you knew think that was about gonna, that? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Kim used to be really <laughs> sexy until she had that baby. Oh. Now whatever she got that. back there is kind of uh, That's big. Oh, uh, it's not sexist. It's the truth. <laughs> You're not That's allowed why, to say that. that yes, you are. That's <laughs> no, why Because she can't help it. We say She had so. a baby. Well, she, she can't could, help it. It, it. Well, she could have helped it. She could have adopted. Oh, <laughs> yeah. She's going to adopt because her... Listen. All I'm I saying, when you, get, when, no. you, when you get no. married, you marry a, a girl that's a thin woman. Because when she has a baby, it's not going to double up on you. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> My wife is thin. So she's still thin. And because... Kim Kardashian is scary now. There's good science behind that. That's true. It, it's, it's, a, it's male science. Yep. And you always have to look it's at their mom. It's male science. <laughs> you look at their male mom. Science. You look at their mom. I that's will one be a lucky thing. That's a real thing. See, you're a lucky lady, but see, not all women have that process. That's true. When you see their mom and their mom got cankles and she's really big, don't marry her. <laughs> that's the thing. Date her and dump her. The ankles. I'm just being honest. I'm single, wow. I'm single now. I'm, I'm single highly now. offended. I can how say these things. How superficial are For all you, of the Todd females? Bridges. Wait, how superficial am I? Very. How superficial is everybody in this world? And don't say you're you not. More so. Are you going to tell me you're going to go to the store and buy jeans that make your your behind look unflattering or flattering? I look for unflattering jeans. That's a lie. Mostly. I will That's pay more lie. money for less flattering pants. Yeah, you will. Yeah. You will have clothes. I on. don't want. We're no. all like that. I, we, when you look at something. Okay, wait. That's why I you guys only look wear in the mirror. horizontal. Skirts. And then you make us lie to you. You make us lie to you. You say, "How do I look in these jeans?" And we have to say, "You look great." Have I ever asked you that? No. You you've asked. I've asked you that. Me, yeah, and because I'll tell you the truth. Yeah, but I would never ask. Oh, you that. see, you wouldn't. Why? Because he tells you. He'd lie. So, yeah, he doesn't we, know the difference. Well, we Honey, do. I, I've, I've like shown well, up in just, an outfit yeah. that I've uh-huh. owned for eight years, and he goes, oh, "Is that a new outfit?" <laughs> yeah. So, I do try. Yeah. But, but you, Dad, are kind of like you have this sweetness to you that you're just like you're just pretty. I don't know. Well, kind see, of, like loves, that's how see, that you means he loves look, you exactly. That's what that means. It's a, no, it's a really good thing that you don't know. Like, but but see, women say things does that. Like, I go, well, she goes, she, she'll, you know, a woman say, don't wear that. You look terrible in that. And we don't get offended. We go, okay, I'll just change it. Yeah. We don't yeah. get mad or well, upset. Well, you or don't offended. have Louis the Anderson. standards <laughs> of beauty and body that women do. Well, yeah. Men yeah. If you're married, why do you care? We love you no matter what. We've seen you every way. I'm just Except saying, you're fat. raised, you know, from a child to an adult. With. I ain't doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I ain't doing it. Hey, I was fat at one, like, like five, six years ago. How you fat? Were? I was 247 pounds, man. What? How tall look, are you? Look up that vanilla ice box and see how big I was. How tall am I? A five eleven, six feet close to that. So I weigh one hundred seventy-three. Vanilla ice, but he can play yeah, six three. When I fought vanilla ice, look on there. You'll see you fat fought Todd vanilla Bridges. ice. I didn't I know that. I killed him. And I'm fat. <laughs> <laughs> I was fat Todd Bridges. Todd Bridges versus people call, vanilla People called me Fat Willis. Okay, what? that I was didn't not know that. cool. Yeah, that's why I had to lose the weight because I was Fat Willis. Fat Willis. Yeah, it was like oh, you were fat. You had like a. a 
you know, extra layer fighter body. That's a fat fighter body. Trust me. <laughs> like well, have you ever seen, fighting body. Have you ever seen like a bouncer in like a bad neighborhood? They've yeah. got that layer of fat. It, it pads your joints so you can like. Yeah, you know, but that didn't pad my joints. Punch all day. That hurt my knees and hurt uh, my back. <laughs> <laughs> that was Put it this way. I was going to take my arms and go like this, and that's bad for me. Oh. Do you still well, have that, that giant website tattoo on your back? Oh uh, no, that was actually we were paying an extra thirty thousand to do that. Wow, thirty thousand. Yeah, we made a lot of money to do that show. Well, they give what me was that it deal. Called? Celebrity Over. boxing. I had celebrity to beat, I beat up Vanilla Ice. When was that? I this remember celebrity boxing. It was years. You remember that? Um, you get along with Danny Bonaduce, don't you? Yeah, me and him are actually good friends. I really like him. Yeah. Well, I was supposed to fight Danny at first. That's what I thought. Danny yeah. backed out of fighting. He didn't want to fight me. He didn't want to fight you. Well, Danny, Danny was tailor made for me. He's a pretty he, tough he, guy, though. No, he? but he's short and I have long arms. Oh, I, just, oh. I would have jabbed the crap out of him. Yeah. See, you can't get in on a guy when you. Sh- it's but, like it's like what happened to Tyson against you know uh, uh, Lennox Lewis. Lennox yeah, Lewis yeah. kept doing that, and he was. Yep. Eating his jab and then he caught him with that punch. It was yeah. over. Yeah, that's you very know, great. That's long arms versus short arms is a big difference. How tall is Danny? Danny's short. He's like 5'4", five, 5'5". Five, five, is like he that. really? Yeah, he's short, he's dude. put together, though. Well, because he's... You know, oh. he's doing that stuff. What do you call that? Uh, what do you call that steroids. stuff? Not steroids. He's doing the other stuff. Creatine? No, the male. What's the other stuff? Testosterone. Oh, human growth hormones. Human hormones. Yeah. Oh, you don't. That's what, do he, that. that's what he's oh. doing. HGH. Do that. That's why he looked. He remember in his no show. Good. He was doing it in his show. Remember? Are you a little worried about just like the crazy factor with him with fighting yeah. him? Doesn't he have like a switch? Seems. I like. guess you haven't read very much on me, have you? If my switch was if my switch was the flip, everybody could go. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't flip way. that anymore. But I'm, I mean, when I'm you're fighting, way. though, can you turn it on and off? Oh, I mean, yeah. Gonna, I mean, somebody punches you in the face, doesn't it just no like, click on? You, I'm not going to let you get that close to me, first of all. If you invade my my private space, I'm punching first. Okay. That's the rule of thumb. I like that. Because, you know, you know otherwise you're going to get sucker. I'm not going to get sucker punched. I'm going to sucker punch you first well, I mean, you in boxing, me. you just get hit, right? Well, boxing, well, if you watch that fight, I just had to beat the crap out of him. He got beat up really bad. I felt so bad. And then I went and got his autograph afterwards on the DCD. <laughs> he had two black eyes, his nose was bleeding. Oh, oh I killed him. I oh literally, it was like, they came to me and it was, you know, because it, it's a, it's so funny because when, when you're doing a TV show boxing match, it's real, but then they came to me at the end and go, listen, he's, he's going to quit. Stop hitting him so much, okay? Oh, and I'm like, yeah. okay, okay. And I slowed up. Then he hit me. I was like, he hit me back. I'm like, <laughs> so I hit him hard again. How old I was pissed. How old is Danny? Uh, Danny is 50-something, like 54, 55, I think. Danny, yeah, who? well, he was a child Bonaduce. star. He didn't come out yeah, he, Well, he was a child star that didn't really work. He just didn't work, and he started doing radio. He's he 55. Did. Yeah. He's 55. 55. He, I, I, last time I interviewed Danny, it's been a, a couple of years ago now, mm. he was still doing radio. Is he still He's doing still doing radio, radio yeah. Oh, is he? But he, he keeps bouncing around because you know how radio is. Mm-hmm. He's got, he, 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 they change the format. He's got to bounce somewhere else. Format, bounce somewhere else. It, it's, it's a tough business. He asked, it's all around for all of us. He asked me because I've been at KQRS for mm. 29 years. Yeah. On the same show for 29 years. So Danny, Danny said... How did you? How do you do that? I mean, you interview a lot of people, and how, so how did you stay in one place for a long time? And I said, if anything goes bad at the you know the end of the interview, just say, you know, I can be honest, I've always hated you. <laughs> and he started, and he started laughing. He said, I'm going to use that from now on at the end of any bad interview. I was going, I've always hated you anyway. It doesn't really matter. He, no, he was a very pleasant guy. Yeah, he's fine as long as he ain't you know. He loves he's not on that juice. 
But he juices up a lot. But he's a great guy. But see, me and Danny, we're, we've known each other for so long that we just have, when we're together, we're just with each other. Yeah. We've known each other so long yeah. since we were kids. I mean, I've known a lot of people for a long time. Like Jason Bateman. I've known him for, since we were kids. Yeah. And actually, Jason Bateman's sister was a bigger star than he was until the last yeah. eight years. That's right. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Jason Bateman was just a, a regular actor on a, tele- a couple of television shows. Now he's a movie star, which, but he wasn't. J- J- Justine Bateman was bigger than he was. Yeah, she was. Absolutely. But now he's bigger than she was. Now she than she is then. That must be fun at Thanksgiving. You like working with Daniel Baldwin? Uh, Daniel Baldwin is interesting always. I find yeah, he's always very interesting. He, he calls me Barnes for some reason. <laughs> hey, Barnes, how you doing, man? Dan, some of those people on that show, the ones I used to like the most on World's Diamonds was I used to like Leif was the best because he'd, he'd nod on you. Leif was Leif great. Leif yeah, would nod on you. He'd hilarious. be in the middle of a joke. He'd go, yeah, and that guy... <laughs> what? He was going over there. He just nod out. Yeah, he just nod out of here. You know what that is? And the, the nod? Heroin? It's a heroin nod. Yeah. Oh. I mean, literally, he yeah. would nod out of you. Remember? You guys remember when he got? We made fun of him. Remember when he got busted in the L.A. Uh, Bart station oh, with yeah. with heroin? Yeah. So what I did was I dressed up in a clown suit and I had clown shoes on. I was running, and all of a sudden the heroin came out. I go, Oh no! And I'm running with the heroin in my shoes. And then you bought the cop going, Come back here, Leif. I'm like, I'm gonna get away from you. <laughs> but I tripped over the Bart the clown shoes and threw them up because we really clowned him on that. I was like, Dude, you're gonna get clowned. Is he all right now? <laughs> nah, he's still no, he's still at it. Yeah, he just doesn't. Who is you know, Lake Garrett. You got to come oh. to a time in your life, like I did 21 years ago, where you got to say, "Okay, I got to stop doing yeah. this." Yeah. You know, this yeah. has to stop. And I'm telling you, that judge man, when he sent me that, he was like, "I'm going to teach you a lesson." I was six months sober, because I'm going to teach you something. I want to show you where you're going to end up if you keep doing this. Oh. And he sent me there. And I was like, I came oh. back. I was like, I am river. done. <laughs> I'm no longer going back there because they tell you what to do, when to do it, how to do it. When I first got there, somebody got shot on the yard, and I almost got shot. Because I didn't jump down. I didn't know the rules, right? Right. So I just got there, and I hear the siren go off, and I see people jumping. I'm like, why is everybody jumping down? Like, What's going on here? And all of a sudden, the guy grabbed me and goes, get out, fool. And he pulls me down, and I hear pop, pop. And I see this guy go, ah. Oh! And I'm like, I'm like, they just shot somebody. Carrying the guy out, and the guy's like, man, when you hear that siren, when you hit the ground, I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah, could somebody tell me that? Yeah, no, is there a pamphlet? I, I didn't know the rules, yeah. you know? Is there an introductory course? Yeah. Well, and then they had you. a line that said, it said, no warning shot. Oh. So if you crossed that line, you were shot. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was, were they nice to you than other prisoners? Well, I had a street reputation when I went in, so it was cool. Okay. See, when you're going with a street reputation... Well, that's why you got to read. You read my book, you'll see what I love thing I went through. Okay. I had lost it for a little while. I was living in a movie. I thought it was a movie mm-hmm. until I got arrested. Yeah. Then I realized it was real. Okay. That'll do it. <laughs> yeah, that did it right away. We got to get you out of here, man. Todd, it's been terrific having Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. This morning having you all this afternoon, spending all this time with Jerry. Thanks so much for setting this up. I hope to see you again Thanks soon. Thank you again, man. And, happy and for birthday. the Thank you. Nemo bars, the Finding Good Nemo guy. bars. It's nice to have you here with my kids and my wife, man, because I loved watching you two argue. <laughs> we were arguing. It we? was terrific. Because she knows she yeah. likes the jeans she buys. She wants to look nice in her jeans. I know she does. Exactly right. I mean, even exactly I buy jeans right. and I'd be like, how my butt looking in jeans? I know, because really, right. really, the, the, the I mean, mirror looking go. really really doesn't doesn't messed up. Doesn't it doesn't help. help. No. You're right. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs>
<laughs> you got to take your Coca-Cola with you. I'm, I'm, don't worry. On the road. I'm straightening my pants up so my butt look right in these jeans. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking over there. Like, if you look at my butt, I'm a worry. <laughs> yeah. No, that's cupcakes, yeah. I'll be like, yeah, go. Right. Get a shot of his butt What's before he leaves. <laughs> See you later. It's the most wonderful time of the with the kids Strap this one on your roof with twine and don't drive too fast or it might fly off with yet another episode of the Best of the Tom Bernard Podcast brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant. Great clips this week from Sam Morrill, Andrew Schaefer, and Todd Bridges. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we will see you next week. Of all, there'll be parties for hosting marshmallows, for toasting and caroling out in the snow.